You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we are your Feel Good Sisters, your one and only Feel Good Sisters. Hello, Feel Good Nation. <laughs> We're back again. Another gripping podcast. This is a continuation of our last show from last week. I know, gripping, we are reimagining, revibrating, revisioning the 12 steps. Uh, the 12 step program, many of you know, and who have friends or family or have gone through it your, yourself. And the Abrahams at a workshop a number of months ago decided to, well, someone got in the hot seat who was, um, who was a former addict and wanted to understand the Abraham perspective 12 steps. And so this show today, we're going to really walk through these new 12 steps. What are we calling these? Are these the new 12 steps out there? The new, newer? The I newish? call them the up. I call them the upgraded, updated, and and revamp, like the up-leveling. Up-leveling. I like that, the up-leveling. So welcome to the show. We're glad that you joined us. And again, this is part two. We only got to about step four last week. So we're going to pick up where we left off. But we think these are so delicious to see this broader perspective of, you know, an important program, a program that obviously has saved many lives and has been instrumental in a lot of, of people awakening to the truth of who they are. But yet there's more. Yet there's more. And so we welcome you to the show. If you are listening to us for the first time, welcome. We talk about leading edge concepts. We talk about the flip side of consciousness where we come from a broader perspective. We study closely and with hilarity and with great fun, the teachings of Abraham, abraham abraham-hicks.com. So everything we do here is about the feel-good flow. And the reason we love the Abrahams so much is just they just feel so darn good. (laughs) Right? They are us and we are them. So I think they feel good. Oh, so good. I had my morning. um, Well, today we're actually recording on a different day than we're publishing. But on Sunday mornings, I channel every Sunday morning. And that's my church. And for 20 minutes, I either receive or give um, in a group channeling or a partnership and tears streaming down my face as the glory of the connection with source is my primary focus. And it's a glorious experience. I'm so excited and to be feeling swords pumping through my veins and breathing through my body. And that really is the key. I think that we're attracted to the experience of Esther Hicks because we're 
we all have this inside of us. We have this ability to connect into the broader self. And what I love about Heather's work so much is that she's really honed that skill. She's, you know, done it enough and has really made it an intention that her connection is easily opened and easily connected and is so clear and, and so beautiful. And, um, and that's something that we are all really, I think, wanting in our own lives, this perspective and, and this joyful tears, as you're saying, Heather, to realize how connected we are to broader, infinite intelligence. And when we get disconnected, it just sucks. <laughs> the technical term. And, <laughs> and yet, and yet it's all good. Even the disconnection is delicious because the reconnecting is so glorious. And I, you know, we often say that we come here to the planet to forget who we are because it's so fun to remember. Um, so we can just relax and enjoy the ride. So we are, again, kind of picking up where we left off from our last show, looking at the 12 steps in a more broader perspective and a perspective that encompasses the, um, the knowing that source is truly loving us 24 seven and that we are, um, that which we um, we are and they are us, that there is a, a really a marriage of the broader perspective and the singular perspective of being on the planet in our personalities. And it's this wonderful ride. And this, I don't know, this re-understanding of the 12 steps just takes into consideration your own genius, your own power. And as we left off last week, we were talking about step four, which in the current 12-step program is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And the Abrahams simply said, um, this is how we would reinterpret step four. And I just want to do a really quick recap before we get into step five. The Abrahams say, I mean to see myself where I am through the, where I am through the eyes of source. And when I feel fear, I know I have deviated from the opinion of source about me. Therefore, I intend to look at myself in a fearless way, for in looking at myself in a fearless way, I know that I am in alignment with the opinion of source about me, and any inventory that source is taking is about me and the fact that I am worthy. So it comes from this deep place of worthiness, and that any quote-unquote moral inventory that is fearless means that it's from the perspective of source, which is Pow, wow. I mean, compared to what other moral inventories are, <laughs> it's quite divergent, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's interesting this morning when I was channeling, um, I actually got from source this morning when I was channeling the Joyce ones that they, they, they were cracking me up because they said, we want to use your words because we use our words. They said, we, to us, you're our God. And that was really interesting, right? So this piece about I am worthy, and I'm like, wow, I'm worthy enough to be the God of source, sources of source. Yeah, well, they always say that we're the leading edge, that our consciousness here in this contrasty world is really where it's all happening. And the contrast is leading to the expansion point and source wants to be where the expansion is. So it makes sense that, you know, there there is nothing that we're catching up to in the sense of, of a God that is far ahead of us, but we are actually um, part of the expansion of consciousness, which is just, oh, that's just a little heady. <laughs> well, but, and we're not know. even part of the expansion. We are the expansion because we are, we're the expansion 
by having what we don't want. So I love that we're talking about the 12 steps because the 12 steps is us having the desire to release something that we no longer want. But because we went into that which we don't want, whether it be a substance, whether it be an addiction to sex or alcohol or gambling or buying shopping, buying clothes, whatever it is, we're saying, I don't want that anymore. But because we were in that which we don't want, we are birthing the desire for what we do want, which is expanding the universe. And we're expanding the universe. Source isn't because source is just allowing the expansion that we created. Yeah, it's a beautiful system, really. If it can it take, is. It's an ecosystem of love. It is of unconditional love. And, you know, what What I love, and I mentioned this on the last show, about uh, dealing with people that have addiction, what I love about addicted people, <laughs> and I consider myself part of that crowd, is that they will do anything that they need to do to feel good, even to the point of, self-destruction which is not necessary let me get let me get that clear it's not necessary but that's how dedicated they are to feeling better that they're willing to take substances just to feel better and what we want to say is that's not that's old technology you don't have to do that but the intention is right on the intention to say you've made me feel bad I'm letting you make me feel bad about myself and source can't feel bad about itself. It is infinite intelligence. It's unconditional love. So that feels so bad um, that we have to go find something to relieve that, um, that, that falsity. Um, What I, I love about this group of people that I, that we really understand how important it is to feel good, um, to line up. And so this refreshing up, surge uptake update of the 12 steps comes from that perspective that we are good that we are worthy and that um anyone who told us that was wrong that we were bad or came from darkness etc so step five is i think really interesting because you know step five from the current program is admitted to god to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs You know, again, it's coming from that I am bad. You know, I have to admit to myself that I, you know, that I am wrong, that my nature is wrong. And Abraham, I think, took a little bit of a moment and said, uh, well, let's play it. Let's play a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's really beautiful how they do that. So, again, this is a, a recent Abraham Hicks workshop. We play you a little bit to whet your appetite, but we encourage you to go to abraham-hicks.com and, and just get all their stuff and go on all their events. So here we go. That's our favorite step so far. What's step five? Step five, I can't remember the exact words, but that's when you share that inventory with God and with another person. I want to shout to the world what a good person I am. I just have to stop there for a second because that's like so beautiful, right? It's instead of I had to go to another human being and share the exact nature of my wrongs and like do all this dumpster diving. Basically, Abraham said, Abraham saying, no, we just want you to shout to the world what a good person you are. You know, there's such relief in that, right? Like, uh, I just want to shout to the world what a good person I am. Wouldn't that be and I'm sure there's people listening to this thinking, but how could I do that if I don't feel that? Um, but wouldn't that be great if we did really feel that, if we did really know that last piece in step five, I am worthy, uh, in step four, 
and in step five, shouting our worthiness out to the world. Because if you think about it, if you were able to get to this point, again, you look at this like kind of like a puzzle. If I were able to get to this point where I could truly feel my worthiness and I could shout to the world what a good person I am, there wouldn't be any need to take a drink, to eat the extra pie, to do all the things that addictive behavior is associated with because you're not running from anything. You're not trying to hide from anything. You really are embedding the the truth of who you are, which is a whole different set of dynamics, you know? Well, and I, it's so interesting because working with, um, I don't like the word addict, but I think I said that last show, um, working with people who have used substances in excess, um, and have, and get caught in a loop which is just repeating the same thought over and over again and repeating the same behavior and pattern. Um, I realize that they're just in resistance. That's all. It's, it's not bad or wrong. It's just that pushing against our own natural state of well-being. So this, this step is aligning with our st- natural state of well-being, which is shouting to the world that I'm a good person. Um, the opposite of that would be resisting or holding our cork under the water saying I'm not a good person and let me just suffocate myself by you know holding myself under the water (laughs) yeah and tell you all the reasons why I'm not a good person yeah yeah yeah. so okay let's jump to step six it gets better and better here we go it's about um, being ready to have our character defects removed When I'm in alignment with who I really am, clarity is my dominant experience. And thriving is the experience that is then evident all around me. And my awareness of what I formerly called a defect is that I had a step one clarifying moment, just like I intended when I came into this body to begin with that is now serving me extremely well and again back to that earlier step because source sees no defect in me it is my desire to see it not either oh yeah Ooh, so let's just let's break that down a little bit because it's so delicious. So step six is we were entirely ready to have God remove all of these defects of character. Um, so just coming from this broader perspective, Abraham says, when I am in alignment. So this is this is the clear differential, right? Because it's when we're in alignment that we're able to feel and know all these things that allow these steps to be so clear. When I'm in alignment with who I really am. Clarity is my dominant experience and thriving is the experience that is evident all around me. So when we had all those other experiences that are in the quote unquote moral inventory, um, it's because we were out of alignment. And so when we step into alignment, it it makes sense that, that clarity is my experience and thriving is evident all around me. And before we even go into the Abraham part, thinking about the actual part it was before, which is um, ready to have God remove all these defects of character. It's so yucky to me to feel like, oh, God, please remove my character defects. I am, one, I'm not worthy. Two is I was born a sinner, so I have all these defects. Can you please fix me? I am broken. (laughs) It's like, wow, right? So just 
just to take a moment and realize that we have no defects. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing broken. And we don't have to be in alignment if we don't want. But when we are in alignment with who we truly are, which is love and light, and we are source and source is us, that clarity is the dominant experience and thriving is as evident. So clarity and thriving are two things that I look for on a daily basis. Anyway, like uh, regardless of this, you know, 12 step process. Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. So that's so true. And I think that really is clear. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central. 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with your Feel Good Sisters. We're reimagining, re-uplifting, reconfiguring. We're just having a great time with the 12 steps and um, really prompted by a recent workshop that happened with Abraham's. Oh, it was the... um, it was the South Pacific Cruise. South Pacific Cruise. And speaking of cruises, <laughs> how did you like that segue? <laughs> speaking of cruises, Heather and I have this fun idea that we want to put out to our listeners. And we have, we thought it'd be really fun to go on the Alaska Cruise uh, in July of 2016. But we also want to find a way to bring you with us. And so we have devised basically a Rocket Hub campaign, which is a way for us to reach out to you and see if you want to connect and support us on this adventure of sending the Feel Good Sisters to the Alaska Cruise. So if you go to feelgoodsisters.com, you'll be redirected to our fundraising (laughs) page where we're asking you to send us to the Alaskan cruise because what we want to do is really send daily emails from the boat. We want to do some live periscoping if we can get a good connection. We want to do interviews with some of the leading edge people there. We want to photobomb Esther, find if we can do some uh, selfies with Esther around us (laughs) and just sort of virtually have you all along for the ride. And so we thank you in advance for having an idea to help fund this idea of going on the Alaska cruise and having the feel good sisters on the boat. And, um, and hopefully if you are thinking about going on that cruise in July, 2016, that you will let us know and, um, and we'll do some meetups on the boat. So again, go to feelgoodsisters.com. And Heather, did you want to say anything else about our little adventure? Well, first of all, I'm super excited because, um, 
I've always wanted to go on an Alaska cruise. This is a big milestone birthday, so we're going to be there on the 4th of July on my birthday. And I want to celebrate abundance. And is there not a more amazing place to celebrate abundance than in Alaska, which is the abundance of nature capital between the abundance of water and the abundance of birds and whales and sky and ocean and all of this juicy, juicy, juicy. And so I know that being in my feel-good flow is um, beneficial to the entire universe, right? (laughs) Amen. Amen. One person in their feel-good flow trumps millions that are not. (laughs) Um, And so I'm just super excited. I'm super excited for, I know some of our listeners from um, Australia are coming all the way to Alaska to go with us. And I don't even know who else, but I'm super excited to find out who's physically coming and then also who wants to come in the virtual way. Um, So it's really cool to connect in a feel-good flow. The juicier, the better, because for me, cruises are feel good anyway, because I'm a water baby being a cancer. I like to be in the water and I'm just super excited be, to be a part of this. So it'd be really fun. So we're launching the campaign this week. If you go to feelgoodsisters.com, you'll see our Rocket Hub campaign where we'll talk a little bit about what we're going to do and how you can come along virtually for the ride with a little donation to help us uh, get on that boat. Send the Feel Good Sisters to Alaska. So we appreciate your support. and It'll be really fun to do this together. So back to our show topic where we're reimagining, up-leveling, up-vibrating um, the 12 steps. And we were just talking about step five, where, you know, really when you step into your worthiness. Um, and step six, we talk about the ability for uh, clarity and thriving to be the experience. You know, what really happens in step step six is instead of asking a God outside of yourself to remove defects of character, you step into the alignment and the awareness that you are all that is. And you have a clarifying moment, even if you do have a step one moment, as they talk about, even when you get out of alignment, even when you do things that are not in, in alignment with who you really are. You just know that that was part of what you came to the planet. You came here to make mistakes. You came here to have some contrast, as the Abrahams like to call it, and that everything that you've gone through is serving you at some level, even choosing some of the things that that you did associated with, with having an addiction to a substance. So there is something that is extremely, extremely um, in alignment with our misalignment (laughs) right no absolutely it's so true and if there's people listening that say you know i can't really relate to the 12 steps i never had an addiction i think these 12 steps in the up leveled way the 2.0 are relevant to all of us regardless of any sort of addiction and and the second the last statement or the last sentence in in step six here is because source sees no defect in me it is my desire to see it not either And so wouldn't it be amazing if all of us on the planet could really clearly understand in its unconditional aspect that Source does not see any defect in me, you, or anyone here? You know, it just occurred to me while you were talking about that, that really we're recovering from addiction to negative negative thoughts and negative emotions. Um, because they are not serving us. They are serving us in the sense that they're a launching point, but we get stuck in them. 
and we start to make them into beliefs about ourselves. And we were talking uh, just before the show, Heather had heard, you know, a recent statement where Abraham was actually saying that beliefs, what did you want to share that, Heather, that, that that was so relevant, that beliefs are an addiction to. Oh, yeah, yeah. that. Right. That a that a that um, a belief is thinking the same thought over and over and over again. So basically, they're saying that we're addicted to the thought. So a belief is an addiction to a thought. Right. And so there are beliefs that we are kind of addicted to that are not serving us. So I think, again, as you mentioned, whether you've had substance abuse issues or not, these these up leveling 2.0 are really powerful in being able to see yourself and know who you truly are. So let's go to step seven, which is hum, which in the the sore in the 12 steps is humbly uh, ask God or him to remove our shortcomings. So let's see what the Abrahams have to say about that thought. You know what's coming. Next. Well, step seven is about asking God to remove our character defects. Since God has never seen my character defects, it must not be up to that to remove it. It must be my work. Seen through the eyes of source takes care of that. Dang-a-lega, right? Holy moly, it's just so beautiful. And so, oh my gosh, I just hear them say that and I go, wow, it's so opposite of what we've been taught, you know? Since God's source has never seen my character defects, really? I mean, I'm thinking about the way that I was raised in my religiosity and all God talked about was my character defects according to that that religiosity, right? It was all about the fact that <laughs> I had sinned and that I was out of my, you know, I just it just blows my mind how refreshingly different this is. What's so interesting about that is you grow up, you grew up in religion. I grew up with alcoholism. My parents were alcoholics. So my religion, this is actually super funny. My parents used to drop us off at Sunday school and I would go into the church. My brothers would take the dollar for offering and go to Seven Eleven and buy candy and sit on the curb for an hour. And my parents would be at home drinking. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so I'd, I'd go to Sunday school and I'd be asking questions and they'd say this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, yeah, this doesn't really make sense because, you know, if this, if this God is a loving God, you know, why would they say this and that and the other thing? And I, and I would just go from church to church to church every week, go to a different church and just check it out. But I never got that programming that I was bad or wrong or that I had shortcomings. And so it's interesting um, working with a lot of people that come from a strong religious background because there is such programming, which would be addiction to thought. You're born a sinner or, or you know, you have, you're, you're, you're broken bad. and you're bad. Yeah. So um, it's kind of interesting how it all comes around. So it, it is true that we do have to hear over and over and over and over again that God does not, whether you call it God, source, the universe, Buddha, Allah, whatever word you use, it it is almost um sounds like we are like dory where we have short-term memory loss to say over and over and over again that we have no character defects but because that programming so much is so strong we do have to hear it a hundred times a thousand times a million times there is no judgment of us we don't we haven't done anything wrong there's nothing wrong they love us unconditionally they see nothing there's no defect at all and when we see behavior on the planet that is 
hurtful, harmful, hateful. It is a lack of alignment, a, a disconnection of that person with their true divinity that is resulting in that behavior. Uh, but it is not God's source seeing that as a, a character defect. So I think that's such an amazing perspective that the Abrahams are giving us that, you know, that when we see through the eyes of source, um, there is only unconditional love. And so it's not God's job to remove our shortcomings. It is our job to awaken um, to the fact that we are indeed all that is connected to divine. It is our job to remove it. It's my work, not God's work, um, to remove shortcomings because God is never really, is not pointing fingers there, is not seeing that. It's it's radical, people. Well, and it's not, there is no work to remove shortcomings. It's my, it's my work to realize there are no shortcomings. Right. To realize yeah. that there is only um, my misunderstanding um, of that. So really powerful. All right, let's go to step eight. Here we go. Really? Character defects? <laughs> step seven. We made a list of all people we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Can you hear him clearly? Yes. Oh, sorry, I think that's step eight, actually. Sorry, yes. that's step eight, yeah. We made a list of all people we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. I'm going to make a short list of the people who were most helpful in helping me launch my rockets of clarity and desire about who I am. And I realize that in what I formerly saw as negative experiences, great value has come for me, and I would like to believe for them as well. I'm appreciative of everyone who has helped me in this co-creative journey. So I think I will write letters of appreciation. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for how you have helped me. Thank you for the clarity that you have helped me to find in myself. Thank you for the joyful life that is ahead for me. Thank you for your part in helping me to realize who I am and what I am wanting. I have no regret. Thank you. Wow. So that was kind of a combination of step eight and step nine. Um, and again, such a beautiful way of, of flipping this. And so step eight made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends. Step nine made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except to do so when to do so would injure them or others. So I think what's interesting about these steps is that you're starting to understand the value of contrast and that everyone uh, really who was quote unquote um, in, in, you know, in difficulty with you was actually part of your expansion and you were part of their expansion. So that's a very evolved way of seeing things. I love the first part. I'm going to make a short list. <laughs> <laughs> Not a long one. Not a long one. Just a couple people who were the most helpful in helping me launch my rockets of desire or clarity and desire. In other words, who were my biggest pain in the... <laughs> well, it's mostly the people that we think we you know, messed up. Like, it's just, it's so beautiful, the work that I do, working with heroin addicts, whatever they call themselves that. Um, you know, they lied from, they stole from, they cheated these people, and they feel really, really bad. And so basically what this is saying is, like, don't 
don't feel bad. Just write a list of these couple people. And then on step nine, we're going to talk about the, the note that we're going to say, what we're going to say to these people. Um, but don't feel bad about it. Like the, And the other piece that's really cool about this list of people we had harmed is that those people are also um, vibrationally connected and aligned with source and have their own emotional guidance system. And so they actually... Um, resonated with you. It takes two to tango. They actually vibrated at that willingness to be lied from and cheated by and stolen from or whatever it is. <laughs> so they are equal cohorts, you know, in that process too. Yeah, That's and I, th- I important think, to talk about. I think this is the most challenging concept for for many to to conceive of the fact that we are. we are co-mingling tangoing with each other and it may look like one is um, doing the damage but it's actually an expansion point for both human beings and you know to be honest we could do 10 shows dedicated to this concept alone because it's so amazing and such a different flip side way of looking at life um and I, I just think this one line is so clear in what they're trying to say. It's like, I'm appreciative of everyone who has helped me in this co-creative journey. And I want to l- write them letters of appreciation for being who they were and being who they are so that I can see who they are truly. Um, we have to take a quick break. These these segments are f- flying through, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Ray and Heather. And um, we are up-leveling the 12 steps today and, and we hope you'll join us for the last segment we'll be right back ever notice that there might be something not quite right but you just can't put your finger on it We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, Join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
Welcome back from the break. We have been talking about the 12-step program. We have been talking about Abraham's perspective of the 12 steps. And, and before we um, we took that last break, we were look, talking about step eight and step nine. And I had mentioned, truly, we could spend multiple shows just you know, embracing the idea that we really are co-creating with each other and that we are bringing each other into our lives and and, and making a lot of mess <laughs> for the expansion of everyone involved. And it takes contrast to get clarity. It takes things being out of alignment in order to understand alignment. It, it is that dance of hot and cold and diversity that that really makes the human experience so vital and so expansive. Um, but this idea of a thank you note instead of a, an apology note is, again, this flip side living, don't you think, with the Abrahams? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wouldn't that be interesting to thank them for something instead of apologizing? Yeah, I think they would get kind of pissed, too. Like, what do you mean? Thank you. You, you know, you did this to me. You did that to me. Um, it's yeah, I don't know if this would literally be a good idea. I'm not sure. (laughs) But I mean, you know, thank you for who you are. Thank you for how you've helped me. Thank you for the clarity that you've helped me to find in myself. Thank you for the joyful life that is ahead of me. I mean, they're not going to get pissed about that. Thank you for, for your part in helping me to realize who I am and what I'm wanting. I think that really is, is where it crystallizes for me. The thank you for your part in helping me realize who I am and what I'm wanting. Um, thank you. That really shifts um, the understanding of, of what the intention of these steps are, is to really clarify that everyone who has been part of your life is part of your expansion and you are part of theirs too. And it really is a dance. And it, again, I think it's one of those concepts that is you have to understand sort of the whole principle of it for it to make sense. Um, this understanding that we are all in this together, that we are all one acting as individuals, but really moving the whole forward in, in, in consciousness that we're truly, we truly are in this together. And the Abrahams have even talked about the fact that we cover, that we kind of hover in packs that we come in through consciousness in different lifetimes over and over again. And we sort of play these roles. And I find that really fascinating. Uh, but, you know, there's enough in this life to keep to keep me focused. So we have step 10, which is um, continue to take personal inventory of when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. So let's listen to what the Abrahams have to say about step 10. Nine. Step nine is about actually making the amends. So maybe we can just skip to skip step Well, 10. then let's call step nine the note. <laughs> step 10 is we continue to take searching and feel as moral well, we, we continue to take moral inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it it is my powerful intention to pay attention to the way that I feel so that I can do a good job of harmonizing my opinion of myself and others with the opinion that source has I'm tuning in, tapping in, turning on to that clarity consciously and deliberately next step 11 is really beautiful I wish I could remember it word for word we continue through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with the God of our understanding praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out when I'm not doing that thing I do that holds me vibrationally apart from the vibration and knowledge of source I soar to those heights It is my intention that every prayer that I offer forevermore 
be a prayer of appreciation. For in appreciation, I'm in perfect concert with Source. Beautiful. So we wanted to talk about step 10 and 11 together there. So 10 being the personal inventory and promptly admitted it, it it really is beautiful what they say. Heather, do you want to read what Abraham says there? Do you have that in front of you? It is my it is my powerful intention to pay attention to the way that I feel so that I can do a good job of harmonizing my opinion of myself and others with the opinion that Source has. I'm tuning in, tapping in, and turning on to that clarity consciously and deliberately. Beautiful. It is a powerful intention to harmonize with the opinion of source, which is that unconditional love piece. And they say all the time, anytime we feel negative emotion, it's because our thoughts in that moment have deviated from the quote unquote opinion of source. And the opinion of source is solid, directive, consistent, unconditional love and worthiness of who we are. So if you're not harmonizing with how incredibly cool you are, <laughs> you know, you can't be tuned in, tapped in and, uh, and finding the clarity. So I think that's a, that's, that's a, a personal inventory on a daily basis. Wouldn't you say? I do, but you know, it's so funny because I am so step fiving it that I really do appreciate the contrast too. So again, when we're not, um, harmonizing with the opinion of source, we have so much benefit of that too. So I think that this isn't a 24 seven thing. Um, this is just feel, notice how you feel so that you notice when you are in harmony with the opinion of source and when you're not. So we are really clear, like they're saying clearly, consciously and deliberately, um, being in that, but also it's, there's, there would be no birthing of a desire for more or expansion of the universe if we were always in harmony with the opinion of source. Right. So we have to really appreciate both. We have to do both. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we are so good at the other part of it where we are beating ourselves up over not being in the opinion of source that that part's kind of not spoken about here. So, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. You know what I think is interesting about kind of um, 11, 10, 11, 12, they're, they're kind of high vibing. I mean, they're not quite as low vibing as some of the earlier steps where it was a lot about powerlessness and inability. You know, some of these steps, you know, seeking through power meditation to improve our conscious contact with God is really, you know, what we're, what we're talking about. But also, like you're saying, such an important part is loving the other part of it too, like loving that disconnected self as well as the connected self. Um, and they say, you know, in that step 11, when I'm not doing that thing that I do that holds me vibrationally apart from the vibration and knowledge of source, um, I soar to those heights. So you kind of get what happens when you are or are connected to that broader consciousness. But it's my intention that every prayer that I offer evermore be a prayer of appreciation. Again, coming back into that high vibing, knowing that all is truly well, even in the chaos, um, that everything is out picturing itself and having a, a movement forward that you may or may not be aware of, you know, in your life, but you can trust that there's something larger going on. Um, and you know, that they're, they're kind of high vibing. They are. And I, I think it's, there's something interesting here about, um, the prayer of appreciation, um, sometimes we appreciate even more when we've had extreme contrast and it's, you know, my, my teen who it's just so interesting to be a parent of a teen. Cause I think teens are 
so much more needy energetically than little kids are. So it's just interesting because the older they get, the more they need, but um, they don't tell, they'd say they don't. But anyway, so she is kind of judging her for herself for having such a great life. And she looks at me sometimes, she goes, well, you know, mom, you were brought, you brought up, were brought up within all this contrast of alcoholism and um, sexual molestation and all these other things that happened to me. She said, why can't I just enjoy this great life I have? You know, I know I have a great life, but I don't really appreciate it. And you appreciate it so much. And so sometimes I think, we are looking for this ideal situation, but really, if we do have this what we call addiction or overcoming of something, we it's e- almost easier to have appreciation. So I think in this case, um, anybody that has had dealings with the 12 steps, it's easier to appreciate the other side. Yeah, you've seen the darkness. You've, you've walked that darker path, and so the light feels so, so much sweeter. Um, but I think it is interesting, you know, Abraham always says we didn't come here for for a feathered nest. But I think they're also saying that we can evolve without having to go so deep down. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think we're able to and I think that's part of the sort of spiritual technology and this next generation coming in that we don't have to go to such darkness to learn our light, that we can learn the light. And so the gaps that happen, the contrast will still happen, but maybe the contrast doesn't have to be quite so extreme. I don't know. You know, it, it could be part of it. It could not be. Yeah. And experiences that are, um, that are challenging and are deeply challenging to our psyche and our soul also reap the benefits in the same amount, the same direction. Um, it seems like the harder we fall, the the harder, the higher we bounce, and there is some benefits to um, to the to those extreme contrast situations that some of us have come from, certainly in our history. So, okay, we have to to quickly get through step twelve as we get to the end of the hour here. Um, let's go ahead and play the last step that the Abrahams are flipping, uh, flipping up and rezzing up. Here we go. And last. The last one is really beautiful. There's a bit of a challenge because it's about carrying the message of... Since words do not teach, I teach to the clarity of my example. And now I'm aware of my own guidance system. And I'm aware that it is meant for me to feel good. And I have reasonable control of my feeling good. It is my pleasure and honor to express living happily ever after to anyone who gazes in my direction. That's our favorite step. <laughs> Enough. That was quite beautiful. So again, the 12th step, the 12th step, having a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to prepare these principles in all our affairs. Um, you want to read what Abraham says to 12? Since words do not teach, I teach through the clarity of my example. Now I'm aware of my own guidance system. I'm aware that it's meant for me to feel good and I have reasonable control of my feeling good. It is my pleasure and honor to express living happily ever after to anyone who gazes in my direction. Wow. Not much more you can say about that. That pretty much is very clear in our opportunity. Um, and I And I love the claiming of the guidance system that we're aware that we're here to feel good, which is radical in in many circles. (laughs) And that I have reasonable control of my feeling good, which is another 
powerful statement to step in that knowing. Um, this is, go ahead. If somebody's here for the first time and they're saying, how do I have reasonable control? We have tons of podcasts that talk about (laughs) (laughs) how to, to gain control. If, I mean, we do have control, but some of us don't know how we have control. Right. Um, so that's a whole nother possibility that we can talk about. And I wanted to just throw this out there, Ray, that if we have people join our list at our website on everydayattraction.com and join the list, I can actually send this PDF out. Oh, thank you. Yes, what a great listeners. idea. That's a great idea. So again, go to everydayattraction.com, um, add your name to our email list, and we'll send you this wonderful document that Heather took the time to type out. I so appreciate um, how to, and maybe we'll post this on our website too, because I just think it's so good. So, But do um, fill out your name and get it to your list, and we'll get you a personal copy of this Abraham Hicks 12 steps. This is, it's so radical and beautiful um, and really fun to see their perspective in all of these steps and sort of see how the evolution of our consciousness is, is gorgeous and feels so good. You know, every time you read, you read their response or hear their response, I just feel this, you know, breath, right? <laughs> you're okay. I'm okay. It's going to be okay. Well, and it's all about relief. So each in each step, you can feel the relief. It's almost like as I'm reading it, I'm taking this deep breath of relief. Yes, yes. And, uh, and we're so glad that you all have uh, been through this, these two shows with us to really get a conscious hold of this new perspective of the 12 steps. And of course, uh, do remember too on our website, everydayattraction.com, you can book a session with Heather, who, as you heard here, is a channel and a wonderful vibrational coach, especially if you are stepping up in the world, in your business, in your visioning, in how you are being a powerful source on the planet. Uh, let us be in, uh, you know, in company with you as you step into that, that broader vision. Again, you can book a session with Heather at everydayattraction.com. And don't forget, if you want to send the Feel Good Sisters to Alaska, go to feelgoodsisters.com and check out our ask to, uh, to get us on that cruise and to take you along with us virtually. So we thank you all. And as we say every week... Feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. the key to happiness would you like to find the fountain of youth how about all the money and love that you could handle well my friends it is there for you you just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life you need to be real be vulnerable be naked what are you waiting for 
Let's Get Naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that, right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles, because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes. The base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, 
the voice of an awakening world. If I were brave, I'd walk the razor's edge Where fools and dreamers dare to tread And never lose faith How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? The base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. <laughs> 